the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So we began the show today by talking about accountability, lack of it, from Columbus Mayor Andrew Ginther, from Zach Klein, the city attorney. The police who were accused in the riots downtown in May of 2020 have all been exonerated. Only one of 24 cops who were called before internal affairs uh, bore any internal discipline. So they paid $6 million to protesters, way ahead of when they should have. And if you count the amount of money that they pay cops to retire early, which was built upon this narrative that the cops acted wrongly in those riots, uh, the city's on the hook for $10 $10 million. The city's not on the hook. You are. It's your money. It's your tax money. Your streets won't get plowed. Your garbage won't get taken. Your neighborhoods won't be safe because they wasted $10 million or more on a false narrative. Now, there's no accountability. Merrick Garland, has he answered why they raided the home of a former president? when they could have just issued a subpoena and negotiated the release of whatever documents they're looking for? Has Merrick Garland answered any questions? No, no, no. He's not. You're not entitled to answers from the likes of him. No, 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 no. There's no accountability with Merrick Garland. I have said before, and I will say again, that this lack of accountability, this lack of answering for the things that you do wrong, we see it in our criminal justice system with prosecutors who won't prosecute according to the law. We see it here with Zach Klein. Is he going to prosecute people who violate Ohio law on abortion? He said he's not going to. We're not going to look for that. We're not going to pay any attention to it. I get to pick and choose what I enforce. I get to pick and choose my accountability to my duty. This is part of a larger societal approach that rebels against authority, that rebels against truth. I want to play you a couple cuts from a video that I think clearly demonstrates this. It is from Libs of TikTok. It is from, well, I'll let her introduce herself. And we'll start delving into what happens when you remove established truth, when you remove that concept from our society, how deeply deeply deranged people become. My name is Miranda. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm a licensed professional counselor and sex therapist in Erie, Pennsylvania. And today I want to talk about minor attracted persons. Hmm. And I want to talk about minor attracted persons because they are probably the most vilified population of folks in our culture. And most folks are making incorrect assumptions about them without actually knowing much about them. And those assumptions create harm for an already marginalized population. Ah, okay. Miranda, she, her, 
is going to talk to us about minor attracted persons. Now, you might not have heard that term before. I've played it on this show before. I've said before, and I will continue to say, because it is true that the goal of the LGBTQ movement, one of their goals out there, is to decriminalize pedophilia. We see in how many different ways? The sexualization of children. We are in a time where the LGBTQIA plus ampersand mafia, uh, alphabet mafia movement, wants to decriminalize pedophilia. Minor attracted persons are pedophiles. Minor attracted persons are sexual deviants. They are criminals. That is what she's talking about. A minor attracted person, flip it around, is a person attracted to minors. I'm glad you clarified that. Yeah, sexually attracted to minors. She's talking about pedophiles. She says pedophiles are vilified. Yes, they are. They should be. They there, but you have an incorrect assumption about them without knowing about them. So let Miranda, she, her, tell us about how uh, misconstrued the affections of minor attracted persons are. You may have noticed that I'm using the term minor attracted persons, sometimes abbreviated to MAPS, instead of the more commonly used term pedophile. And I'm doing this because the term pedophile has moved from being a diagnostic label to Mm. being a judgmental, hurtful insult that we hurl at people in order to harm them or slander them. A judgmental, hurtful insult that we hurl at people in order to marginalize them. They are raping children. They are sexually abusing and mentally scarring children. And they are not pedophiles. They are minor attracted persons. Or how could we make minor attracted person? I mean, they might they might look at that in reverse. They might be dyslexic and go, wait a minute, are you saying that person is attracted to minors? Ah, uh, that's creepy. That's evil. That's demented. That's twisted. That's demonic. So can't we come up with something that's that's even less incendiary than minor attracted persons well let's just let's just abbreviate we'll just call them maps maps nobody's afraid of maps maps are a good thing you have maps on your phone there's no reason to fear maps this is the logic this is the logic okay so i gotta let her say one more thing before i explain how this applies to our culture at large and how you see it in all different tentacles of our culture. One more time, Miranda, she, her. I also prefer person-first language that recognizes that any label we might apply to a person is only part of who they are and doesn't represent everything that they are. We are all people first with many different facets or parts of ourselves, and this includes folks who are attracted to minors. You see, they're attracted to minors, but any label only partially describes who they are. It does not represent all of who they are. So sure, they're sexually abusing kids. They're scarring them psychologically forever. But I mean, 
they serve in the local service club and they keep their house clean and they don't beat their pets and they're really nice people. They just have this this one characteristic. They're just attracted to minors. They just like to have sex with little kids or to do sexually deviant things with little kids. Are we are we wrong to hold them accountable for that? I can't wait to hear Miranda's opinion on that. Let's talk about what a minor attracted person is or who they are. Hmm. This term simply means that the person has an enduring sexual or romantic attraction to minors. They've not chosen this attraction just as the rest of us have not chosen whatever our attraction is. You don't get to choose to be heterosexual or to be gay or or whatever you are. And you don't get to choose to be a minor attracted person. Aha, there it is. You don't get to choose it. You don't get to choose it, so therefore, you don't have to restrict it. You're under no compunction to not act on your deepest, most deviant impulse. Am I wrong that by this logic, everyone who's in prison for rape should be let go? Because, after all, they might not have been... uh, guilty of a crime, they might have just been acting upon some inborn impulse that they had to do violence to a woman. I mean, it's not like they chose that. It's not like they should keep that in check. This is what happens when there is no objective truth. And when there is no objective truth, when every deviant, demented, twisted inclination is acted upon and celebrated and euphemized, then who gets to decide what's right and what's wrong? If there's no objective truth, there's no God who established objective truth, there's no authority over truth, then who gets to decide what's true? Oh, that would be the people in power get to decide what's true and the people in power say that Donald Trump is a criminal and Hunter Biden and Hillary Clinton aren't so if you were with us last segment you probably are like where do you find these whack jobs who say these crazy things like Miranda the she-her queen who goes on a long discourse about minor attracted persons. Not pedophiles, not criminals, not mentally ill, sick abusers of kids. Just just minor attracted persons. Just like, you know, I'm a, I'm a pizza attracted person. And it's a harmless. It's just like I, I have a taste for pizza. And they have a taste to uh, sexually and psychologically damage kids. They're, they're born with it. They don't need to restrain it. Uh, It's sick. But it's a redefining of terms. Like, that's the left. Language is a big weapon for the left. You know, recession's not a recession. A raid's not a raid. Now now we're told they didn't raid Donald Trump's house. They just just, just went in, look around. It was just just a frolic. It was a, it was a, a, a treasure hunt, a scavenger hunt. 
but they made everyone in the building leave, and they made them shut off the cameras. Well, it's uncomfortable when you're a man rifling through a woman's closet in underwear. So you don't really want that on camera, would be Uh my guess. I was going to say, if you're wearing a shirt that says FBI on it, but those guys weren't. Because he didn't want people to know they were FBI agents. Uh But I know a lot of times people think I'm magnifying little things into big things here, but I really do believe that the whole fight we're in is either you're going to recognize the existence of things that are true and things that are untrue, things that are good and things that are not good, things that are evil and things that are uplifting, things that are temporary and won't last, and things that are enduring. I happen to believe that our country was founded on true, good, enduring things. And when we have our highest government officials purposefully, intentionally, unrepentantly lie to you. Before I begin today, I want to say a word about the news that came out today relative to the economy. Actually, I just want to say a number. Zero. Today, we received news that our economy had zero percent inflation in the month of July. Total lie. Told purposefully. Just as it's a purposeful lie to call pedophiles minor attracted persons. That's just, it's crazy. But it's chipping away, bit by bit, piece by piece, morsel by morsel, at our indignation and at our outrage. And where do you see it? Where do you see it? Gas prices are down to 309. And I've been guilty, and maybe you've been guilty, going, hey, hey, gas is only 309. Only 309. It's 80 cents more than it was when Biden came into office. But we're all frogs being boiled in the pot. At slowly increasing temperatures, they're breaking us down on language. They're breaking us down on violations of our civil liberties. They're breaking us down on rebranding perverted, deviant, demonic, evil behavior like sexually abusing kids into, oh, he's just minor attracted person. And nobody's responsible for their behavior because, you know, you were born that way. You can't be expected to not act on it, and you certainly can't be penalized for it. So you got to keep your senses alert and aware. And I submit that you have to call it out to make other people aware of it, awaken them, but also to keep yourself awake because it's easy to fall asleep. It's easy to fall asleep to it. I, I fall victim to it myself. I say stupid things from time to time like gun violence. Because that's the term they throw out all the time. Gun violence, gun violence. Guns aren't violent. People are violent. They use guns to be violent. But the gun is not violent. I get tripped up. I say biological male. Why do I say biological male? Male. That's it. He's a male. He's a biological female. No, he's a female. Or she's a female. I sound like a transgender advocate. You're male or female. You don't have to say biological. It's inherent in the term. But they plant that word in front of it so that you get to the point where you're like, 
arguing over something that is inarguable. So, stay awake, stay aware. Now, the latest on the situation, the police situation on I-71, is that there is no update. I've been watching the Wilmington News Journal closely because they had the initial best reporting on this, and they have not updated the situation since two minutes after noon, which tells me that they're in a standoff situation. The cops want to take this guy alive. He's in, I believe, a cornfield, because I can't believe he could obscure himself very well in a bean field. And they have SWAT officers, a medical helicopter. I mean, this place is just crawling with law enforcement. He's not going to get away. He would be wise to surrender, but if he were wise, he would not be in this situation. Because again, all the things we talked about, On the show today, the idiocy of Mayor Ginther and Zach Klein in Columbus paying grifters millions of dollars for faux damage done to them during the riots, for the raid on Trump's home in Florida, for Hunter Biden being on Air Force One, for the crazy lunatic on libs of TikTok talking about minor attracted persons. All of it is infuriating, and I understand the anger, but it cannot move us to take the law into our own hands and do stupid things like this guy did, trying to break into the FBI field office in Cincinnati, which precipitates an exchange of gunfire and a high-speed chase up I-71 and a standoff he's never going to escape from, And he's going to be used as an exhibit for, you see, you see what happens? You see what happens with these Donald Trump supporters, these lovers of freedom and liberty, these people who want to enact their own brand of justice, these white men who are scared about their position in society being taken away. This guy's going to become an ideal Example of all the things that the left is using to keep January 6th protesters in jail. That gives them rise to finance 87,000 more IRS agents who are empowered to carry weapons and are told that they may have to take a life and who have hoarded $700,000 in ammunition. All that stuff is scary and frightening and infuriating and anti-American. And yet we cannot react with the same tyrannical, power-hungry blindness toward our norms and our values. Because if we do that, then we become them. And we become them. And we give them license to continue to do what they're doing. There's a way to break them. But the way this guy acted is the wrong way. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.